0: At this, huh? All right. Third Third time is the charm. Ladies and future boys, welcome to another episode of the School for Wayward Nerds, the podcast that hopefully broadens your nerd horizons. Um, my name is Toby DePole. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Is that rain picking up much? Just
1: a little. Great. It's
0: ASMR. E It's fine. Um. This week I broadened my stupid ass as I read Spider-Gwen Volume 0 Most Wanted. Uh, I wasn't alone though, for I was joined by our resident teacher Dorito Queen.
1: Howdy, howdy.
0: Alright, as I said, this is cool for Wayward Nerds. Make sure to help us out by liking the Facebook page, following us on Twitter, and rate, review and subscribe. All the typical stuff that anyone asks of you that doesn't demand a Patreon. We're not that fucking tech-savvy yet.
1: The, the whole rape and a review thing, that's really actually quite helpful. It is. You don't even have to leave this app. So, you know, give it a shot. Mm-hmm. No, nobody's stopping you.
0: All right. So, um, where did Spider-Gwen come into your life?
1: Um, when you watched her on me.
0: Very good. Was that during this episode? or yeah. Did you not see Spider-Verse? Oh no. Is that movie one of those avatars where it's not actually, like, remembered by anybody, but just seen by everybody?
1: No, I remember it. It was pretty
0: good. I liked it. I think that's what, that might have been what, like, made me pay the slightest bit of attention.
1: See, I remember when she, she originally, like, came out as a thing. And all the women was cosplaying as the Spider-Gwen, and everybody was trying to get the issue, and I was like, this is way too much attention. Is there a a word word for it? it? Is
0: it like, is it like Cosporn? Where people see a costume, and they're just like, that one. I make that one. I don't. Because it seems, it inspired a lot of cosplay.
1: Guys, go to the Facebook, we're going to invent a word.
0: Alright. All um, of
1: humanity.
0: I very much remember her popping up in that Marvel era where every character was replaced for target audiences, and not for story. Um, I know that sounds very dismissive, but a lot of it truly felt like a mandate and not storytelling. Mm-hmm. All right, you had um, Spider-Man was the son of a Latino mother and Black father, which was good. Interesting. Like Miles Morales is a good character. I enjoy him. You've also got the Thor being Jane Foster. Iron Man had his slot filled by Ironheart, a black woman with wonderfully drawn hair. Um, You had Captain America was a Hydra agent and then replaced by Falcon. Hulk was a Korean boy. Kamala Khan took the role of Miss Marvel that Carol Danvers had left behind. Um, Now, none of us at the table are bigoted or any of that bullshit, but... We're here for masterful work and good storytelling. Yes. A lot of that was missing. Yeah. Um, Miles Morales was done well. I enjoyed him. The new Miss Marvel has found a place in Marvel's roster now, too, which I like. Yeah. She's, um, she's that. She's like a quirky, fun meta. Not totally meta, but she's. She's like Deadpool for people who are too young to be reading Deadpool. Yeah. She fits in that, that category of like quirky dorks just kind of caught up in it all like spider-man yeah yeah like she's fallen into a place i like that one that she sort of settled in nicely but a lot of them didn't do that it it was over a two-year span every original avenger was gone all at once
1: yeah it was a little bit intense Mm. like if you had taken some time away from the books and come back into that you were going to
0: very lost um and then like towards the tail end of that we were given spider Gwen as well mm. but she stood the test of time here and has inspired if you will a new generation of young female um, readers I've written inspired I've written a pun on myself and I'm annoyed oh. um Look, I,
1: I understand well, like, I'm, I'm all for feminism mm-hmm. don't get me wrong and I'm all for change for the most part. But there's a difference between, you know, completely rewriting just the entire universe to the point where no one understands what's going on mm-hmm. and, you know, actually doing
0: it well. Look, I want every person to have a representation in books because yeah. they're a good medium and anyone who's missing out is, you know, it's unfair on them. Yeah, but it. Imagine if you showed up to book four of Harry Potter and it was about Crab Goyle, and Nearly Headless Nick exclusively. Yeah. Like it's 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 a weird thing that they chose to do. Yeah. Um, but you know, Spider Gwen's stuck around a fair bit now, yeah. and I like I like that her character is visually unique. Very good, Silent. I don't don't know what to tell you. That didn't go on silent. We're too far to stop now. Um, Yeah, I spent a couple years studying color theory in my job. Yes. And Gwen Stacy's color palette and costume design kicks fucking ass.
1: I think that's why, like, it's such an acceptable character.
0: Is it was unique.
1: It was unique, and they actually put... Like, you can tell that there was a lot of effort put into yeah. how do we make this look and how do we make it, you know, not just a female Peter Parker. Hmm. It, it was very much like a thought out, okay, there's going to be a female Spider-Man, but it's got to be different.
0: Yeah. It's got to be different from the seven Spider-Women to take place before it too. Yeah. Um, but how many comic book heroes are just blue and red? Spider-Man, Superman, Wonder Woman, classic Thor, Captain Fucking Planet. Um, how many are primary, primarily white, burgundy, and teal? Off the
1: top of my head?
0: There is one, and it is Queen. Okay. I was going to say, because i
1: really... I don't know what you're talking
0: about. So, um, yeah, she's... The, the visual I liked, I kind of dismissed it at first because of... Oh, it, saturation. Yeah. But, you know, I've given it a bit of a look now, and it's uh, it deserves some of the credit it's getting.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, alright. So, I thought Volume Zero would be a good place to uh to start for this week's topic.
1: Would you say to swing
0: in? No. No, I wouldn't. For I, I have dignity. And I a big moustache.
1: I have a load now. All the puns are unleashed.
0: God damn it. Um, yeah, so like I said, it's, uh, just Volume 1 with Edge of Spider-Verse Issue 2 in it. Um, I thought it would bring up, bring us up to speed, um, on the, uh, on the character. So, she appeared in just the middle of Spider-Verse, which was where they just, you've seen the movie, they opened up the multiverse and a bunch of Spider mans came out. A very good highlight was Spider's who is a, pi- a- man it's a Peter Parker. No, it's a super. It's a Spider-Man suit, just filled with hundreds of spiders, Didn't and they like desperately want to be Peter Parker. Didn't like that
1: one.
0: So it's a, it's a weird choice. It's
1: the arachnophobic was not
0: a fan. Hmm. Funny that. Um. Here's the thing, though. I thought this would help me catch up on the character, but her backstory and origin is banged out w- real quick over a single double-page spread. Um. There's a lot to take in here. Um. What Jason Latour does as a writer is give Spider-Woman a life before we came to find it. Like, should... it, it's not just another bullshit origin story. Yeah. It's, it's, we're not getting a Spider-Gwen year one. And you've got this cool angular art of Robbie Rodriguez and the beautiful colour choices of Rico Renzi. Um, we begin with our page of Gwen and her band, the Mary Janes. A, uh, a musical group of Peter Parker babes. you got Gloria Grant, Betty Brandt, and Mary Jane Watson there. Um, Fun sidebar, there's an Easter egg regarding Felicia Hardy having a jazz band later on. Oh. That comes into play later.
1: Good
0: to know. Okay. <laughs> While Gwen is drumming, she gets lost in thought as we see her story so far. It's just a quick summary of her daydreaming. Um... Yep, she gets bit, she becomes Spider-Woman, her father, uh, still alive in this universe. You might know him as Captain Stacy. I I don't know
1: him, but
0: yes, he is. He was an old man in Spider-Man 3, and I think he was played by the dude who sings Arsehole in the amazing Spider-Man movie. I will take your word for it. Okay. Um, Yep, he's not a fan of Spider-Woman's antics. Um, Then things really start to deviate. Peter Parker, the sci-fi nerd idiot from the classic Spider-Man days, you know, the big glasses, the sweater vest, um, makes a lizard formula. A bone, um, The bone morphing and strain on his heart of the whole experiment kills him. And now J. Jonah Jameson wants Spider-Woman arrested for in- involvement in the poor innocent boy's death, which New York thinks she may have done. He wanted to be all super heroic like her, so he tried to make, I guess, like a lizard hulk out of himself, and just gave himself, like, immediate cancer. Just dropped it. Just dropped dead immediately.
1: Look, you just need to come to terms with the fact that you are you, and that's
0: that. You don't need to be a lizard. Unless you're a US president, they're mostly lizards. You to
1: listen to and it's
0: No, they they all are. Anytime you listen to this, if you listen to this in the eighties, um, so after the flashback, we see her, we see her guilt for Peter Parker's death. Yes. Um, he is this universe's Uncle Ben, which is a fun sort of, it's a fun use for the guy. I mean, you know. You got to put Peter Parker in a Spider Man book, whether he's Spider Man or not. Yeah. Um. So our universe is set. Gwen is swinging home from band practice, uh, which she is struggling to find time for these days. When she's confronted by a police officer, Um, and this very competent little fellow is so scared of the Spider Woman that he opens fire on an unarmed teenage girl in a busy train station. What does know? She's a teenage girl. Unarmed person in a busy train station. She's unarmed. She could have weird spider spit venom still probably a bad policeman. He's a pretty bad policeman. There's a lot of people around. More police come and she skedaddles and we cut to some more world building, which is ultimately the point of the first issue of this trade. It's setting up for her appearance in the multiverse and all that stuff. Um, It's getting us adjusted so we're ready for the story arc that's actually in the book. Um, So we meet uh, the shittiest version of Matt Murdock. Yeah, I'm not a fan. No, kind of this version of this version's universe of Kingpin's wheat. Do you remember Wesley from the show? Mm. He's that. Yeah. He's that. Um, With a bit more of a kill count, obviously. (laughs) Um, As we see him nail Felicia Hardy's father in this universe later on. Oh, yeah. He is organizing a hit on Captain Stacy, who will definitely be at his daughter's concert that night. Um, She shows up late for her performance... But in the nick of time to save her dad from the weirdest version of Rhino I've ever seen, he's just big and grey and has hair. Yeah, he's a lot more like a. He sure shit isn't Rhino. I thought he was Tombstone. Yeah, Cause, you know, yeah, because bi- I looked at a big mus like a big Hulk-like grey man in a, in a, in clothing. That's Remember normally he Tombstone. Had he had
1: like boy, like
0: he's got spiked hair. He's not the fucking Rhino. I can't justify this one. Um, yeah, it's a cool-looking fight, and I like him getting punched through the wall there. Um, then Stacy tries to arrest, Sp- arrest Spider-Woman. Yes. All right. So two years before this issue, there was a Batgirl story arc if, of which Commissioner Gordon was hell-bent on arresting Batgirl hmm. um, without knowing her identity. That was the that was the twist of the story. It's his daughter the whole time. Yeah. Um, so I was like, yeah, whatever. I've seen this shit before but this universe swings for the damn fences and it just commanded my respect immediately. She reveals who she is right off the fucking bat.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm glad they're taking chances with the... I, I I know they don't think of this character as lasting, but at least they're doing something special with it.
1: The thing that somewhat confused me a little bit,
0: though,
1: I'm mm. in a crowded
0: club. I'm sure everyone skedaddled when Tombstone showed up. <laughs> And they're sort of like in the back alley at this point because he, she, like I said, she punched him through a brick wall. Yeah. Um, you know that scene in the Dark Knight when Batman punches through the wall and rips the thug back in? It's literally the opposite. Yeah. Um, that's good. Um, and that's the end of that one. So we go to. Oh, we find out someone who was watching. Which is completely irrelevant to this volume. That's for, that's for the Spider verse I know. I don't know his name, but he's British spider myth. Um, Alright, so that's issue two of Spider-Verse done. Uh, so let's finally wade deep into the colourful swamp that is Spider-Gwen. Um, let me tell you this. I hated the title. Um, I- I'm glad to see that she's called Spider-Woman Inside the Pages. I don't know that's I know, but literally no one in the real world has called her Spider Woman in front of me before this. Only Spider Gwen. Probably because there's a Spider Woman book on the shelves at the same time as this. Again, maybe too many Spider Man books at all times.
1: would be good. Okay, <laughs> very good. That's just my overall opinion of Spider
0: Man. He's a little punk bitch, is that what you're telling me? Look, I'm not a fan of Spider
1: Man. I'm not overly glossed on Superman. I'm, I don't like the goody goodies. Okay. Except, except for Captain America. And we've discussed previously, he's he's not as good as everyone thinks he is. Yeah. Because he thinks he's not good. And I can relate to that. Um. So I'm pretty awesome, but I'm not very good.
0: You're not very good. But I'm pretty awesome. Okay. Alright, so the series kicks off with The Vulture. Uh, what did you think of his design? Um... Bleh. I think it's very good. He looks like a creepy old man. But it's done in classic. He looks like The Vulture in the comics. What, what it's not what? some weird robot suit that Michael Keaton wore in the movie. It's classic. He's a little pink. Yeah. But it's the classic very- one. It's, it's what he, should, he should look like he's wearing Danny DeVito's penguin prosthetics, like the nose and everything, mm-hmm. but skinny. Yeah, I find it gross. Which mm-hmm. I think is what you're supposed to do. Yeah, he's supposed to look like that. Um, the and only he's thing that makes hazy. yeah, the only thing that makes him different to the normal version is that there's just smoke emanating from him constantly, mm. and I, it looks really cool. Um. I like the way he described the relationship between the police and Spider-Woman in this city. How they hate heroes for just making them look insignificant. Yeah. I like that. Um, He carries... That theory sort of could fit in almost any comic. Yeah. Um, Yeah, he takes the police officer up in the air and drops his ass. Um, Not like a vulture, but like most eagles would do. Yeah. Isn't that fun? That's always been one of his gimmicks, but never a thing he does. No, it's never accurate. It's not Catwoman relating to Crow's bad, but it's still inaccurate. Oh. After the attack on the policeman, we see Foggy, uh, who seems to just work with the police force instead of luring. Um Captain Stacy's been stood down for not going after Spider-Woman because he's just been kind of like dawdling on the case on purpose. No. Alright. <sighs> Let me check on her. What are you doing, kitty?
1: She's back into a bag. Why are you meowing you? so
0: much? Alright, she's standing in the middle of the room. Okay. Um, yep, yeah, we see the human looking rhino getting interrogated by Officer Frank Castle. Um, he's got a beard now. Yeah,
1: I like the fact that they tried to, like, include a bunch of people that you would know but in a way that you're like really
0: yeah um i know it's a lot of little tweaks but it ke- but it keeps it from keeps it more fresh than confusing yeah it balances it well um
1: it's kind of like little easter eggs you're like hey i know who that is yeah but at the same time it's not
0: you don't do you know yeah, you don't need years of reading the punisher to get references and stuff like it's all pretty yeah you don't need it it's there um, yep, Vulture is still the same guy, and Spider-Woman gets under his skin in a big way with a smear campaign, because he's always very ego-based. Um, yep, so she literally just, like, spray-tags shit talk all over New York about him. In
1: which I mean, he's pretty
0: funny. Mm-hmm. And um,
1: she makes sure that it's, like, outside his window.
0: Um, she gets grabbed by the big, bald bird and is dropped over the ocean, And the next issue starts with her waking up on a on like a garbage barge, which Mm. I guess is a thing somewhere. I mean, they happen in a lot of New York stereotypes.
1: Yeah, so I don't know if it's an actual thing. I mean, it must be because I saw it in play school. Okay. I mean, that's educational. So really, they can't lie to
0: me. Right. Um. The concussion from the fall manifests for as Peter Porker the Spider Ham. Um, she's real out of it and just kind of like wakes up later at, in Mary Jane's apartment. Um, This version of MJ sure is a bitch, huh? Yeah,
1: she's more bitchy than sassy.
0: Hmm. She's kind of a jerk off. A little bit. Um, at any rate, though, uh, Spider-Gwen left her bag and phone at the scene where Vulture grabbed it. Mm. Um, Stacy gets it out before it becomes evidence, but uh, Jean DeWolf, do you remember her? Mm, no. A detective who was, like, in Spider-Man's mythology for the longest time. is no. It's the cool that re- she's in this one. Okay. Because she died in, like, the 80s. Um, and Frank Castle. He's there, and they're hot on her trail. The walls are closing in on both sides, as Vulture needs to bring her to the kingdom.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, the tag team fight from Vulture to... But it's kind of a weird variation of the Punisher. Uh, what did you think of that one?
1: It's very pretty. Mm. They've used color in that really well.
0: Yeah, it's it's got a great art style. Like the angular line work is very similar to the White Knight. Yeah. But With way more color. It's like it's like if you took the, you take the art from White Knight, and combine it with the color of like Batman Zero Year. Yeah. It's
1: that's a pretty good way. of
0: I know it's all DC references for a Marvel title, but it's what I know. Yeah. And it does look like that, so fuck you.
1: It's actually quite, like, a nice art style.
0: Yeah. Um, what Spider-Ham was blathering on about slowly started to make sense to me as the story arc rolls onwards. Um, it's funny, you know, like, a lot of the garbage things I thought of the book as I went on cleared themselves up. Yeah. Um, When I when I thought Gwen was like arrogantly dismissive of her life outside of being Spider-Gwen it it's just it I thought it was clumsy writing or maybe she was just like a like a basic bitch Mm. but eventually the outside world forces itself upon her and it starts to make sense like it's all the guilt of Peter Parker's death and like the shit talking that Jay Jonah's doing
1: and that's like in a real world that would get to you Mm. so it makes like I think it gives it a very human aspect that we're not used to seeing in comic books.
0: Well, I just didn't plan on it being here, you know?
1: But that's, but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. in comics, they don't... They try and humanise it, but only to, like, such To an a extent. point, yeah. Whereas in this, it's very, like... You could clearly be like, yeah, if that happened to me...
0: Well, yeah, she's like, done a thing where people throw themselves into their work. Yeah. And it's also her, tr- like, trying to save lives to make up for the ones that she's lost.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. The Spider-Man quote is in here as well, but very subtle. Like, the um the, with great power comes great responsibility.
1: Mm-mm. No
0: one ever says it, but it's on a news article, like a newspaper thing, saying she should be punished for what her powers resulted in. Yeah. Like, it's used as a guilt trip, not a heroic thing. Yeah. Which is, which is a cool detail. I like that.
1: It's very, like... It uses everything that you know from the normal timeline and just tilts
0: it. Hm. Mm. It uses it very well. And it's never like, oh, look at, look, here comes our guest, the Punisher. Isn't he weird? Mm. It's, it's done well.
1: Yeah.
0: It's, oh, they're putting Frank Castle on the case to catch her. It's like, oh, no, Punisher's coming after this poor girl. Mm. Like, it's, it's used in a, in a storytelling way.
1: Yeah.
0: Um it's it's funny that I said about it feeling like Batgirl in her story arc. Mm. Ironically called wanted while this one's most wanted. Yes. But um at the start of New Fifty Two, the survivor's guilt from her, like surviving the Joker's bullet and killing joke, mm. was very prominent in the story and it was very well written. Yeah when they revamped it to be the Burnside version of Batgirl that had been completely taken away from the character it had been completely wiped out yeah it is it is here this is where it went because it is it's her survivor's guilt about Peter
1: yeah
0: and and it's good Like I thought it would just be you know another lazy cash grab book it's a girl book girls should read this
1: Mm.
0: but no it's good yeah, it, it gives it a lot of... It's got heart and soul to it.
1: Yeah. That's what I was trying to look for.
0: Um, one... Th- there's one detail I fucking like love in this comic, and I want to say used just forever after the fact. Alright. Um, when Felicia Hardy talks in, um... I think it's French. I think. Um, instead of it written in English in the speech bubble with a little asterisk by it, saying, mm-hmm. hey, it's written in this language you know like you know how you say that sometimes yeah in this it's it's fucking perfect yellow subtitles at the bottom of the panel yeah isn't that fucking so good it's, it's wonderful i loved it um it's weird that no one thought to do that before and it's great um she ends up being lady gaga and she sucks but it's worth it for that little stylistic detail mm. i I appreciated the shit out of the subtitles in this book.
1: Yeah, they do... Like, the panel work in that is pretty amazing.
0: Hmm. This is the sort of stuff that... You want a modern comic to have. Yeah. It's nothing like the old, like, six-panel basic... Stuff. Like, it's designed well.
1: Yeah. And they use, like, it's not... It's a very easy read.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like... Some comics you read and there's so many panels to a page and, like, it's so complicated to try and work out which panel comes next and where it fits in. And this is really simplified. It has a natural But without flow. it feeling simple. Mm. It's still- like it feels like a very complex story and there's a lot constantly going on and there's a lot of colour and there's a lot of places you could get lost. Mm. But at the same time, it just, like,
0: It has a good flow to it. Your eyes naturally go where they should be.
1: Yeah. And, like, they've definitely, like... Even though the art is... Like, it's ridiculously bright. Mm. Like, there's a lot of, like, pops of colour and neon and stuff like that. Particularly in, like, this issue that we're talking about now. Um, But it's not, like... It's not so over the top that your eye can't see where it's supposed to
0: be looking. I don't know if this is, like, my career, sort of speaking out, but there's details in the colour that are done super well. Like, Vulture has a fight near a really bright illuminated billboard, Mm. but he's constantly emitting, like, a dark green smoke. Yeah. It's it's a specifically muting colour.
1: Yeah.
0: So you can have this brightly coloured spider go and this overly bright pink Vulture do battle anywhere and the smoke nullifies a lot of that color which is a detail you'll appreciate kaiestein as that is a color specifically used in disney to mute areas in the parks that they don't want you noticing you know you know that that that's the green that they are specifically basing his smoke on yeah because your eye doesn't, like, pick up on it. It actually doesn't give a shit about it. But it just, it mutes, like, that's, the colorist in this is fucking...
1: Oh, their color theory is amazing. Mm.
0: They're doing a killer job. Will you continue to read the series after this?
1: Let's be honest.
0: You no. don't read the color, you don't read the stuff you read. <laughs>
1: yeah. Listen, I'm very busy little Bumblebeer at the moment, Eventually, I will catch back up on all the things, but right now,
0: um,
1: I have.
0: I'm. It, uh, it's a. I if it's on sale on, on Comicsology, I will continue the series. As
1: you say, I have money on my mind, and my mind is on the money.
0: Okay. By which I mean you're at work a lot. Yes. Um. Yeah. Okay, the
1: so reason this is going out kind of late, but you won't even know because I have editing perks.
0: How are you going to edit it to come out yesterday? I
1: can
0: do this. All right. She's going to put the recording date on as yesterday. Yes, I am. That's right. Um, Yeah, I'd, I'd keep reading it if it's on Comixology, like just while I'm doing nothing at work. Like the story, I appreciate because it has a lot of that stuff I'm really missing from Batgirl. Mm-hmm. But I'd also pick it up just for its fucking art. I'd also pick it up just for its color, like the colorist. I mean, everything everyone's really trying to make this not a uh inclusive cash-in kind of book like a lot of the others did
1: yeah and that's it's very different approach that they've taken into it like they've clearly tried to actually write a character that could hold it's a character first
0: it's a spider-man knockoff second
1: yeah and um, i mean they've Clearly, they like her because I mean, they're integrating her into
0: everything. Yeah, they put her in the fucking movies. Well, and that's she's the thing. appeared before. We an did
1: We didn't like, um, like when all the original promo and that came out for Into the Spider Verse. We didn't like her at all. However, even in that film, they really flesh out her character well, and every design choice that they make is backed up by. Like, they give it a reason for why it
0: was Mm. done. They even explained her stupid undercut. Well, that's what I'm referring to. Yeah, because at first glance, as, you know, a middle-aged, boring-ass male, I go, oh, look, a Tumblr girl. Mm. And that's about as far as I put thought into it, until I read. Yeah. But, like... There's a lot more to it. Don't dismiss it, is what I'm saying.
1: It's, it's clear that someone's gone back and read or experienced Gwen Stacy as a character. You bet they
0: are. No, here's, she, a, here's she a fun She got fact.
1: killed off and they were like, how the hell do we keep this character around while staying true to the main story?
0: The colours of her costume exactly correlate to the colours of the outfit she died in. Yeah. Like, they've obviously read a lot to get to this. But that, but obviously But that's fans. what I'm
1: saying. They, they've sat there and gone, you know, this is what we have. How do we keep this character around, but still kill him? Oh, you're a little troublemaker.
0: Fat, dumb cat.
1: He's stuck on the
0: poor I know.
1: However, uh, I think we're
0: kind of done now. Yeah, more or less. Um, obviously, we're skipping plenty here. Some, and you so you know, have stuff to discover yeah, yeah. um yep yeah. what do you have any highlights of the story arc that you want to just say we're good before we keep going without like spoiling it Um,
1: mm-hmm. I surprisingly enjoyed the Peter Parker bits.
0: yeah I was dismissive of those two until the shit he was talking started to like fit yeah it gives you puzzle pieces where you go, oh, what the fuck, and as it, like, places it into the puzzle itself, you're like, oh.
1: That's why that one... It
0: makes you do that nose tap on. of, like, acknowledgement. You go, hmm.
1: I understood that reference.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, you're right. <laughs> um... Yeah, it's... The stories was good. The art was good. The colorist, probably the MVP on this book. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm cool with that. All
0: right. Um... Yeah, it had it had a lot of depth. It was more than just a hey, look at this universe's version of blank. Yeah, which like it was balancing a lot of lines. It's a crappy multiverse story. It's also a crappy, you know, you know, it, it's another one of those hey, let's make an existing character someone else for the sake of sales. Yeah, and somehow between two of the most infamous ways of writing a story, it came out on top. And I think it's because the people who wrote it and drew it were fans. Like, what made... Oh, there's a lot of, like, bad cash-ins out there. This is one of them. This is a a thing that people love. This is, like, um...
1: Like the Marvel
0: movies. It's, like, the Alita movie. Like, it's people who care about the product.
1: The content. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's always what you should be looking for.
1: And we should be supporting those kinds of things because... You know, every industry is just pumping out stuff for the purpose of pumping out stuff. Yeah. Like, we need to support the guys that are actually doing it, you know, to contribute to the story, not just to cash in on
0: it. Mm, for the story must be told. Um, what was something you didn't like about this book? <laughs> There's one glaring thing I had problems with in this. There. Yeah, I know. I got it in there. Don't you edit it out. <laughs>
1: I make umbrellas.
0: What did you think of the fights? They
1: are
0: okay. See, that was my biggest problem. They fell so short for me when I was reading it. Um, they're like they're good and they're colorful and they're wonderful and whatever, but they never last more than a page. Yeah. Somehow, Gwen, Gwen Stacy is the most powerful hero of the world because she land every time she lands a hit. The fight's over and she won now.
1: Yeah.
0: I know that they're... I know they've all been obviously shaved down to fit story and character development and world building.
1: Yeah, but that's... But
0: that's the part the that's suffering because of, of it. it. Yeah, and they're, they're being crazy shortened. Yeah. Like, like we said, her punching Rhino through the wall. That's cool, but that's the only hit thrown in the fight. Yeah. And they all do that. Um... I'd rather pay... Like, it it comes down to that same problem I have with every Marvel volume, and it's the size. Mm -hmm. They are all... I know this is, like, a non-American measurement, so some people will understand this, but only half will. They're, like, half a centimeter thick, these volumes. Yeah. I'd rather pay twice as much for a bit more fattening up. I mean, they
1: clearly had room in it for it.
0: They could have made room for it, and it, like you, yeah, I'm happy to only, pay you a little more because it's it's it's, uh, it's they, got the they merit.
1: Had, they had room in the story that they could have filled more pages. It wasn't like they would have been scraping the bottom of the barrel.
0: Yeah, it's not like they'd be. It's not like even at a bigger page count would have them spinning in circles and like lazy. Yeah. Um. Would, world's world's finest them. huntress and power girl in the New Fifty Two had a very direct and ready-to-go story arc of them trying to get from where they are now to back to their timeline, to their Earth 2. But that didn't fit a crossover that's coming two years from now. So if you could just do nothing for, like, six issues, that'd be great. Yeah.
1: That
0: fucking... That physically hurts to read, because it is nothing. This book doesn't do that for a fucking panel.
1: Yeah.
0: Um... Yeah, so that's the problem I'd have with it. I'd like honestly to see it longer. Yeah, because the fights are copying uh, all the uh, problems that that's coming up with. Um, so did, were you happy with the book? Would you recommend it?
1: Yeah, I would. Yeah, like even though i you know I just said no, I wouldn't like continue to read it.
0: But I you, you wouldn't continue I'm to read anything.
1: I am still glad that I read it.
0: I'm, yeah, I'm glad I took the time too because I was dismissive. Of it, it, it
1: was, it was better than you know. It had I any right to, to be. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: So that's that's um you know that's where I'm sitting. Okay. Yeah. You you're not gonna outro us?
0: I'm not know
1: Oh. You just got up and left, ladies and gentlemen.
0: I'm back.
1: Hello.
0: Again. Did you tell them what
1: happened?
0: Um, yes. Um. Sorry, I was just getting prepared for the homework question. Um. When somewhere between this and Miles Morales and Peter Parker, there was a um, a trend online. Much like people having you know like their Sonic the Hedgehog version of themselves, or furries having their fursona. Did you ever hear about a thing called a Spider-Sona? No. That's Please a thing.
1: Fill me
0: in. It's exactly what a, what a Fursona or a Sonic Hedgehog version is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a, like a fan art thing of people basing a Spider-Man on themselves. They've all got hoodies and they've all got high top shoes. They're all very edgy in a way that I'm sure everyone will be embarrassed by later. Which is why that's your homework question today. If you were to have a spider son, what would it look like?
1: Um, you go first, because I'm confused.
0: There's, there's a bunch. Um, that I would obviously be green and purple, probably. I see. With Converse's, because you know it'd be weird if I wasn't. Would I have a hood? Mm. Nah, probably not. I think maybe like a like a jacket a jacket collar instead. Mm. Not a lot of not a lot of the web pattern, because frankly I like blocky plain colours. I see. You
1: know?
0: Mm. Hmm, If that's all one coloured piece, I'm pretty much wearing a jumpsuit, aren't I? Yes. They're hard to sit in. Mm. How about you, Kai? (laughs) How do you go? You can sit in
1: your red lens.
0: Oh, no, it's going to be so stretchy. Everyone see my butters. Yep. Dang it.
1: Uh, if, if we're going with signature colors.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Red, black, and white. But I would only, like, my white would be very thin. Web ones.
0: So you'd look like Spider-Man, but black instead of blue. It's kind of. A lot of the female ones have hoods. Would you like a hood?
1: Yes, I want
0: a hood. Okay.
1: I'm gonna go against uh, Edna Mode.
0: And oh, a Spider Man with a cape.
1: I want a cape. I want your phone
0: to be on silent. <laughs> th- I threw it in the other room. I already did. It's still loud as fuck. Um. Would it be like a webby looking cape?
1: I wanted to be a little bit like Batgirl's cape, where it's got like the skull of... like the very clean, sharp scalloped edges. Yep. But I just it to be a plain cape, otherwise.
0: Okay. There was a Spider-Man that had a cape. I swear to God. I think it, I'm a. I'm a. You can edit this out if I'm wrong.
1: Listen, I I quite enjoy a um a cape.
0: You just like them because they're a portable blankie. Look. <laughs> Just because I can fit under my back go cape,
1: like, cape. Okay? Just curl a up in it. <laughs> it's
0: fine. Uh, Alright, so there was an animated series that I remembered called Spider-Man Unlimited. Oh, yes. It was Batman Beyond.
1: Mm.
0: He had a cape. That's what that's what I was picturing. It's just a raggedy web. It doesn't seem to have any purpose. It seems, I mean, it seems weird that it exists, really, but that's what I thought. They're
1: not it. supposed to have a purpose. They're a cape. That's
0: their you know what their purpose was? It was because they didn't... Because drawing speed lines hadn't been invented yet.
1: Yeah, So just just boys and the
0: wind. You know like a girl doing a ribbon
1: Blowing thing? The
0: wind, it. You know the ribbon dancing? Yes. It's, the, the cape is that. Yeah. But for muscly mans. Oh, Speaking man, of muscly oh, mans, man, man. I'm Tova DePolo.
1: I've been Kyle.
0: And this has been us talking about Volume 1 of Spider-Gwen. Um... Give it a go. If you're a cosplayer who hasn't picked it up yet, definitely pick it up now. If you're a cosplayer that reads, you know,
1: cosplays as Spider-Man, you should probably read this.
0: Always read source material.
1: Because
0: my am Um Yeah, and if you're someone who was like, oh, just another one of these characters that's like, oh, look, I'm a girl. That has a lot more feel to it. This could be a dude character and it would still work just as well.
1: Yes.
0: It's never about... Um, it's never about her her gender identification it's never about her sexual preference it's never about her fucking diet no, none of that shit matters no. it's just a well written good story and that's what all shit should strive for strive strive you bitches alright the, cl- the class dismissed peace out
1: yep yeah. we yeah. <laughs>
0: Is that your outro music? Yeah. Great, we're copyrighted now. Yeah. But
1: oh, we on YouTube, so it's fine.